Are you ready to become toxic person proof? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah. And oftentimes I have people ask me something along the lines of like, how do you set a boundary without upsetting them? Or how do you, um, you know, like protect yourself without making them mad? Okay. And I love words. I've written two books. My training is in NLP, which is a neuro-linguistic practitioner, which means how the brain reacts with words. Okay. I love words. I love making things simple. I love making things easy. And I want to address this question because I get it asked so often. And I say, okay, so what you want to know is how someone who has been getting what they want, you want to trick them into not getting what they want without them noticing. And usually at that point, someone laughs, okay? And I get it. I get why you want to not make them mad. It was funny when I was going through um, my divorce, I had someone say, well, I think you're just afraid of conflict. And I was like, huh, you know, and looking over my life, no, I'm not afraid of conflict, but I certainly don't like it. And quite honestly, I think anyone who likes conflict is messed up in the head. Like, why would you like conflict? Like, that's a silly phrase. It's kind of like, oh, you, you're, you're into conflict. Awesome. Do you put that on your dating profile and your, um, you know, work resumes? I am into conflict, right? Like, whoa, super red flag. Okay. So the fact that I don't love conflict, I am totally okay with. Now I will address things. I will have hard conversations. I will set the boundary. I will speak my mind, um, but I don't love conflict. And if there was a way I could say something to make you not be mad, I will certainly choose that. And, you know, there's certain things you can say, like, um, I don't think that's going to work out for me this time versus I really hate you and I think you're or narcissist, and I just read an article on narcissism, and you basically fit every profile. I'm not doing that, right? You know, that's that's going to cause some conflict, right? But I do want to address the fact that most of the time people are saying, "How I've been giving this person what they want. I think they're taking advantage of me. How do I not give them what they want without them reacting to it?" And that's usually what people are asking, okay? And I want to go back to this idea that we learned how to take turns when we were like two or three, maybe the latest four four or five. You were in kindergarten, you were in a preschool, you were in a daycare, whatever. Someone told you, it's not your turn. We have to take turns. And so if someone is 32, 42, 52, 62, and they haven't figured out how to take turns yet, and they think it's always their turn, they think their wants, needs, desires, money, sex drive, uh, 
needs, whatever are always more important than the other people's. There is zero things you can say. You can bend yourself up like a pretzel, which is what you're trying to do, um, that they're going to be like, oh, awesome. I didn't get my way this time. I'm totally fine with that. That's not what selfish people do. That's not what toxic people do. Okay. And so if you're hoping for a phrase that allows them to be disappointed, to not be selfish, to not get their way and be happy about it, it's probably not your best way forward. Okay. So what you want to deal with, you you want to say in a kind, polite way, like, I'm not going to be able to do that this time. That's not going to work for me. We're going to need to figure out a different solution. You know, well, I can only do this if we're also willing to do this. Like those are some phrases that are kind and helpful. Okay. But there is no solution that says, how do I trick a toxic person into not being selfish and then be okay with it? So be really careful that that's not what the goal is. That's not the problem you're really trying to solve. Um, Because that's why I see a lot of people get stuck and trapped and frustrated. Uh, you, You want a plan to manage your emotions if they get mad. You want a plan to like, okay, they're probably gonna react badly because they've reacted badly 20 other times. And so my stress management strategy is right after I have that conversation, I'm going to go to the gym and hit a punching bag. And that's my plan. So you want a plan to manage your fear, manage your emotions, um, not to manage them. And I wish this was not the answer I was giving you. I wish I had the magic, let's fix their personality button. I wish so badly I had that. I just wish so badly. Every healer, coach, therapist, what we all wish we had that button. Oh, here is the magic phrase. And if you say this, it will all be good. They will change personalities and you will be happy forever and they will be nice. Like we all wish we had it. And I was like doing the robot arms behind you. Like I know you're listening to a podcast, but I was like, like doing the robot with my arm, you know, because we're just not robots. And their personality was formed very early. They have been taught since age two or three to share and they have it. And that's no good. But it is what it is. Okay. We can change a lot. You can change your life. You cannot change their personality, even with boundaries, even with good communication. And this is where I see people get stuck. I'm just going to have boundaries and it's going to fix it. I'm going to have boundaries and they're going to change. I'm going to have bet. Like it just does. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish for my own life. And things can certainly improve with boundaries, but that's really creating space. Like boundaries create space. They don't create change in personalities. And there's a difference between a boundary and a request. Okay. 
I want to do things differently. I wish we could do things differently. That's not a boundary. I want you to act differently, not a boundary. What a boundary sounds like is if you continue to raise your voice at me, I'm walking away. It's protecting you, not changing them. And I want you to think about the big bad wolf and the three little pigs. And if you've not seen my videos and stuff on this or my TikTok on these, please check them out. They're um, pretty funny and well done, even if I do this all myself. Okay, so, uh, you know, one pig had straw boundaries, one pig had stick boundaries, and one pig had brick boundaries. None of the pigs changed the big bad wolf. Okay. When he huffed and he puffed and he couldn't get in, he didn't say, oh, awesome little piggy, you beat me. Now you have finally figured out how to have brick boundaries. And so I'm going to change and I'm not going to be a big bad wolf anymore. I'm going to be a little bitty lap dog. No, that's not what happened. If it is what happened, it would be manipulation. And then the pig would let him in and then the pig would get eaten. Better boundaries don't create better wolves. They just protect pigs. So boundaries are about creating space, not creating a new relationship. If the boundaries alter things that the relationship does change, great. But it's not changing their personality. Okay. It may change the dynamic. Okay. Which is a great thing, but it's not going to change their personality. Their that big bad wolf is going to find someone else to eat. He may have to live with a brick house on his property and there's safe little pigs inside and the pigs open the door and say, you're a big bad wolf. I'm not letting you in. Or, okay, big bad wolf, if you want to play, let's say we can play cards. And so you can pass the cards through the door. I'm not opening the door and giving you full access to me because you're a big bad wolf. I already know. Better boundaries don't create better wolves. They protect pigs. So there is no, you can obviously speak with politeness and kindness, but there is no magic phrase that can help a selfish person not be selfish. That is their work to do, not your work to do. And I hope that helps you on your journey to becoming toxic person proof. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know that there was something that you can take away to help you get past the past, get real about the present, or get serious about your future. And if I did my job, then hopefully it will help you with all three. If you are not in my Facebook group, Finding Love and Success After a Toxic Relationship, then consider this your personal invitation from me. I'm there live. There's tons of support and most importantly, tons more information to help you on your journey to become toxic person proof.